This is the Talking Hope podcast with New Connections and Lock Arbor Hope. Welcome to Talking Hope. I'm Carrie. I'm Juliet. And we work for Lock Arbor Hope in the West Highlands. We'll be talking about mental health and well-being in all shapes and sizes. And each month we'll be speaking with a very special guest who will be talking about their experience with mental health and well-being and sharing their top tips for keeping on, keeping on. So who are we and what do we do? So I'm Juliet and I'm the project worker and marketing manager here at the Carver Hope. And the Carver Hope has four core services. So it's counselling, mentoring, training and employability. But what does that really mean? It means that we're here to offer people of Carver help in many different ways. We've also got the workshop studios. So that's run by Stuart and it's a wood workshop where all the products that are made put money back into the charity. But we also invite volunteers to come in and help make things. So if you've got any woodwork skills or you would like some, please do get in touch. Amazing. Um, I am Carrie and I run New Connections. So that's a project of Lucaber Hope. And we are a community hub down on the high street, opposite Space Patanjuri, if you're if you're not quite sure. And we are welcoming everyone in the community to come meet people, make connections and just live your best life. That's great, Carrie. So have you got anything coming up? Yeah, well, actually, in February on the 17th, which is a Saturday, we have a well-being weekend. We all know how grey and dull we can feel in February. So we've got a massive variety of people coming in who are going to give us advice. They're going to give us well-being tips and we're just going to have a great day. So come along. What date was that? The 17th of February 2024. How did that happen? So it's probably time to introduce our guest and it's my absolute pleasure to introduce Alison Smith. So Ali is the founder and executive manager of La Carba Hope and has been since the very beginning, which was 18 years ago, would you believe? Wow. Um, and as sure Carrie will agree, it's um, a great pleasure to work with Ali yep. um, and really inspirational. I think it's her drive and dedication that's really got La Carba Hope to where it is today. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the main things I've enjoyed since working here is hearing some of Ali's stories, mm-hmm. especially about how we all began. So, um, can I pass over to you, Ali? Who are you and what do you do? Yeah, my name's Alison and I'm the founding manager of Lock Aber Hope and have been, as you said, for 18 years. Can't believe it. So, how did we start? This isn't, this isn't a story I actually normally share a lot because it's quite a sore story. It's quite a hard story. That's okay. It's just between the three of us. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, so yeah, way back in 2004, I think it was, I heard a story in the news that a guy had taken a gun into a school in Canada and shot kids in the school, shot teachers and shot himself. And I just remember thinking, what on earth could have possibly have made that guy think that that was okay to do that, that that was something they had to do. And I just wondered about, I know Canada's a lot bigger than Fort William, but just what... What if there's other people that there's just really hard, difficult things going through their minds and they're not getting a chance to tell anybody about it or talk about it or get through it? So I thought then that we could start a listening project and we, we did. We started off with mentoring and then we trained we trained other mentors to listen and then we brought on counsellors on board in about 2008 and then we brought on child and youth counsellors so we've been delivering child and youth counselling in schools since then then lots of groups lots of activity and peer peer support groups happening uh, smart recovery addictions recovery and crafting groups all sorts of uh, yeah support groups going on amazing what keeps you going what's the inspiration 18 years later 
That's a good question. I think I think the the, the absolute need for it to go on, I think, is what drives me. It, it, you see so many people having their whole quality of life changed and it just can't end. It's just got to get better and tighter and stronger. Um, I think in 2000 and between February 2017 and February 2018, and you're getting hard facts here, we had 52 people come through our doors telling us that they were going to end their lives, that they couldn't, they didn't have anything left. And that wasn't the counting the, the clients who were in counselling rooms who we don't get to hear what the information is. So we started working really, really hard with Samaritans, with Mikey's Line, with other groups as well, and just finding out what we could do in the community. And on the back of that, uh, we started a peer support um, suicide prevention group, and that's why the workshop was built to reduce suicide in men and just do what we could, just do our bit, just keep keep trying to do it. But I think the drive's just... It's necessary, it's needed, it's a vital part of the community. A wee bit here, I think, I've been hearing recently um, about the essential sector, and I like that a lot. We are the essential sector, not the third sector. Yeah. Now, obviously, mental health um, is a massive issue everywhere, but Fort William in particular, can, can you talk yeah. about that a bit? Yeah, well, I can a bit. Fort William in particular, well, it's been, it's been dubbed recently in the newspaper, the Black Hole, um, of Highland Fort William because the suicides are so high. So the suicide rates in Fort William or in Lochaber are higher than uh, the Highland stats. And without going into too much detail about it, because we've got a lot of sensitive issues and a lot of hurting people, mm-hmm. um, but it's just, it's just something that we really had to to look at. Uh, mental health it comes in many many shapes, many guises, um, right along any any spectrum. And there's just if if we if we can just meet with people and meet them where they're at, wherever that is in their lives, meet them where they're at and and work with them so that they're still in control of what happens in their lives, but they start to belong somewhere and they start to know that they're loved and cared for and and that they can achieve and just some of the dreams and aspirations can be can be, be brought to fruition in the right environment. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Ali, you've spoken a bit about some of the struggles that we're facing here in Akaba, um, which I think we're all familiar with in one way or another. But could you share with us a positive story? I'm sure you've got many. Um, ah. <laughs> Gosh, there's lots for how to do it and keep it all confidential. Um, um, oh, there's lots. There's so many. Uh, do you know... Do you know what happens most of all? People will come into like Aber Hope and they'll maybe come in to see me in the office for something and it could be anybody and they just start talking. And at the end of that conversation, they're saying, what just happened there? You know, I didn't mean to come in and tell you all this. It's just a safe, a safe place for people to be and for people to talk. And I don't know if I've answered your question. What was it again? No, you have a positive story, but you know, I can see oh, that because yeah. even amongst the staff, mm-hmm. you see that day to day. Um, and it, it's quite funny with you, especially Ali, because you're so busy. But the second you've got someone in front of you, they've got your full attention. And I think that's an amazing skill because you can be doing 100 things and thinking about 100 things. And then you switch it off. Don't, you must have seen it, Carrie, but and then you're just fully with that person. And I think that that space that you create is why people can open up to you in that way, which is really lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's good to be able to be that person for people. It's really good. And of course, we've got what, we've got 12 counsellors now. 
and 12 active mentors. And two dogs. And two therapy dogs. Mustn't yes. forget, Reuben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. So have you got any coping mechanisms for staying positive? I think you've got to try and be around positive people. I think you've got to try and be around positive people and stay away from negativity. When you're going through a vulnerable time, you've got to do everything that you can to protect yourself. And that means sometimes staying away from, from people that bring negative vibes or negative in, negativity into your life. Um, and, and just find a way, find somebody to talk to. Somebody you trust, find somebody you talk to. Because when you start talking about what's going on in your life, you start to hear what's going on in your life and it gets out there rather than it just going round and round in circles all the time. So find somebody... Find somebody safe to talk to. Yeah. I think that's really, really yeah, important. Yeah. And often I think if you're surrounded by negativity, to a degree, you end up becoming slightly blind to it and you don't even realise that you're not surrounding yourself with positive like people. A, like so, a riptide. Yeah. So bringing awareness to that could be really important. So that's how it happened. That's and what's happened. happening now? What's coming? We're next for Look Have Hope. Well, we're very excited about. Um, a, a, a new group that we're starting, which is women with autism. I don't know, are you guys going to talk about that? Yeah, well, we'll mention it. Yeah, okay. So that's that's really exciting and I think it's really important just to put it out there to all women that think they're they're suffering from autism or, or have, have got a, a diagnosis, but I'll, I'll let you guys do that. We're very excited about that. Um, we're also looking at, at being able to increase our, our staff and to do more down at New Connections. Um, to be able to open evenings and to be able to open at weekends and Carrie might say some more about that as well. Maybe not, okay. Um, <laughs> and we're looking to invest some more in drug and alcohol, the drug and alcohol field and be able to support people further with drug and alcohol field. And I think when Luck Aber Hope's done that, I think we can we can look at um, just getting everything that we're doing tight, getting the foundation strong and just getting better at best practice. We work very, very hard at that. We work very hard at keeping staff um, all working together, learning together as well. That's really, really important. And, well, for me, the next thing that I'm looking at for Luck Aber Hope is succession planning, which is might be six, seven, eight years down the line, don't know, but there's going to have to be succession planning. There's going to have to be people that run Luck Aber Hope um, after I'm not here to do it. Or Where exactly do you think you're going? <laughs> <laughs> well, not very far, but it might mean... It might be a really good idea if I did. So that's why we're doing the succession planning because I might be the wrong person to take it forward after that time. And that's great if that's what it is. It's got to be the best people that take it forward. And I'm also really excited to see that it's it's we've started working on that. And with the team I've got, the team that we've got and the plans that, that we're, we're already thinking about is actually really exciting. And it's, it's good to be able to let people out there know that... We are going to carry on. You know, Alison Smith's been like Aberhope for a long time and, and that's not, not healthy for us. So it's really exciting to see the team coming on board and just, gosh, it's so exciting. So exciting. Yeah. A lot of work though. Yeah. Um, do you have any advice for people who may be struggling or who are affected by someone else who's struggling? Get in touch with somebody again. Speak to somebody. If if this helps you lift the phone and ring Luck Aber Hope, you will be treated with confidentiality and sensitively. Um, it's a safe place to come um, or, or speak to somebody that, you, that you, you can trust. 
it's hard to think that you can change things on your own, but you actually can. You can start to do small things each day that will keep you positive. And, and one of these I like to say, or some of these I like to say, set yourself some set yourself some challenges that you can't fail at. Set, set yourself some things that you can do. Just tiny wee things that you know you can do. For example, wear something different out your wardrobe that you don't normally wear. You know, these wee things sound silly, but they're very, very, very important. If you take a walk to the shop, walk a different way. If you buy something at the shop, buy something different, cook it a different way, do different things. If I can just add to this, there's a, a great Instagram profile which is called Happier Calendar and they have a thing a day for a year that you can do that is exactly along the lines of that. So check it out. Yeah, yeah, good. Thank you. One thing I just wanted to add with the confidentiality, it's really important to us um, that people do trust that their details will be treated with confidentiality but also just to mention that if you felt that you needed to speak to someone you don't necessarily have to come in and speak to us you can make contact with us and we can pair you up with an online counsellor um, which for some people might be a better option um, so yeah just worth mentioning in case there's a barrier there stopping you from reaching out brilliant it's really difficult to come in it's really difficult to come in sometimes we, we've often seen people just going past the door and looking in and we'll run out and say, are you okay? You know, and, and they do want to come in. It's just too hard. Just if you can, get over that bit and come in. We're all right. We will look after you. That's the scariest part of any counselling is mm. just coming through the, the threshold. Mm. So talking positivity, can you give us your glimmers? What are the little things that make you warm and happy inside? My glimmers are, do you know, it's got to be, it's got to be, it's got to be seeing somebody making a difference in their life. It's really, there's nothing like it. When, when people, when a penny drops, people know that their life's starting to change. Um, it's it's just makes me really excited and really happy. I suppose my, my, my family wee glimmers are, are my, gran, my grandchildren. I've got three wee grandchildren. I could just spend all the time with them too. Um, yeah, they give me wee warm fuzzies. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Ali. What are glimmers? Well, they're the opposite of triggers, really. They're the things that make us warm and happy inside, whether it's for a second or for the rest of the day. It's the things that we need to keep our chins up. So have you got a glimmer that you could share with us today, Carrie? My glimmer today is the Christmas cheese that's definitely not making it to Christmas. What about you? <laughs> so mine's probably really simple, but it's actually probably a hot cup of tea. And I think since oh, having a, sure. um, a baby, I've realised how much I appreciate my hot, hot cups of tea and now when I get one it's definitely a glimmer and when you get to drink it when it's hot I bet that's all the way through yeah <laughs> very rare amazing <laughs> so I think that's pretty much everything uh, for today thank you so much Ali for coming in and being our first guest I think we started in a very fitting way yep um, and really just to talk to you a little bit about where to go from here so like Ali said, if you do want to speak to anyone, please get in touch with us. You can find all the information about what we offer on our website, lacarbahope.org.uk. And also there's lots of things on social media. So we've got Facebook for, for New Connections, Hope, Fort William. New Connections, Lacarba, on both Facebook Lacarba and Hope. Instagram. And, and that's where we share lots of updates on upcoming events. Um, and it's a really good thing to follow if you want to know what we're doing and get involved down at New Connections. The other thing to mention is uh, to sign up to our newsletter. So it's a fairly new initiative, but um, if you go to our website, lacarbahope.org.uk, pop your email in and you'll see all of the amazing things that we're doing. And there's a lot coming up in 2024, so it's definitely worth signing up. So that is the end of our first podcast. If you've lasted this long, well done. 
We hope to see you again at the end of February when we'll be talking autism, particularly autism in women and the mental health impacts that that can have. So join us then when we'll have a very special guest. Until then, take care of yourself. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye.